clap your hands unto the Lord. While you're clapping your hands, why don't you do it the Bible way and shout unto God. With the voice of child. Come on and magnify Jesus. Magnifique a Jesus. If he's a great God, eres un Dios grande. And he's worthy of a great praise. Y digno de una alabanza grande. Somebody ought to shout thank you, Jesus. Alguien debe gritar gracias, Jesús. Somebody ought to shout hallelujah. Alguien debería gritar hallelujah. Somebody ought to bless the name of the Lord. Alguien debería bendecir el nombre del Señor. Oh, come on, I wish you praise him, but you ain't praise him all day. Desearía que la alabara como no la hizo todo el día. You ought to lift up a shout like you had lifted up all day. Desearía levitar un grito grande todo el día. If God's been good to you, si Dios ha sido bueno contigo, you ought to praise him like he's been good to you. Desearía que alabarla como él ha sido bueno contigo ahorita. Come on, you brought me from a mighty long way. Trajo de un lugar muy lejano. There's a miracle for somebody in this place today. Hay un milagro para alguien hoy en este lugar. I said there's a miracle in this house for somebody today. Hay un milagro en esta casa hoy para alguien. There's a miracle in this house for you today. Hay un milagro para ti en esta casa. Or just reach up and get a hold of your miracle right now. Deberías alcanzar y agarrar tu milagro ahorita. Oh, praise God, praise. Let's praise Him again. Alabémosle otra vez. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hey! Hey! He under the Kosata, he under the Kotoro Bohusata, he under the Bosata. Yes, Lord! He under the Kosata. Oh, thank you, Jesus! Thank you, Jesus! And it feels good in the house today. It feels like anything can happen in the house today. Feels like somebody can get the Holy Ghost in the house today. Amen. Amen. If you have your Bibles, if you get us Bibles, going to the Word of the Lord, Book of Genesis, chapter five, verse twenty-one. While you're turning there, I want to say what an honor it is to be here today. Give honor to your pastor and first lady, who, in my opinion, are some of the most first-class people on the face of the planet. Amen. Amen. I love them and appreciate them. I love people that are extreme in the kingdom of God. And when you look up an extremist, it's got Pastor Golden's face plastered right next to it. And I just I, I connect with that. I'm just looking forward to what God is going to do in this church over the next couple of years. I want to say it's not just this church, but the church as a whole. I believe is on the precipice of the greatest revival it has ever seen. And I just believe that God is going to do great things in Fairfield. And it's going to be stuff like you ain't never seen before. Just let me tell you, you haven't seen nothing yet. The best is still yet to come. Just want to get into this today and obey the Holy Ghost. I want to say Happy Mother's Day. And ask the mothers to forgive me today. Because I did not come with a pretty Mother's Day message. However, I did come with a revival message. And so if you'll just help me today, we'll preach revival. 
I, I told Pastor Golden a few moments ago. Y el Pastor Golden hace algunos momentos. I think the last time I was here. La última vez que estuve aquí. Was the first time that they had started putting the logo on the handkerchief. Fue la primera vez que pusieron el logo en la toallita. And I took it home with me. De los pañuelos y lo llevé a la casa conmigo. And my wife washed it. Mi esposa lo lavó. All my handkerchiefs up, puts them in my drawer. Cuando ella guarda todos mis pañuelos, every time I pull it out when I'm packing, getting ready to leave, cada vez que los saco para alistarme a irme, and I see that Summit Church logo, y veo este logo de la iglesia Summit, I pray God give them a building. Oro Señor, dale su edificio. And I just really believe that it's not going to be long. Y creo que no va a tardar mucho. I'm just going to go ahead and step out on faith and say, this is your year. I'm going to step out on faith and say, it could be this month. I'm just believing God for a miracle. Because we need more room to have revival. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Genesis chapter 5. Amen. Give honor today to the interpreter. He's got his job cut out for him today. I hope you ate a good lunch. Hallelujah. Amen. Genesis 5 and 21. And Enoch lived 60 and 5 years. And begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years. And begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And he was not. For God took him. He walked with God. And he was not. For God took him. Man, uh, we're going to talk more about Enoch here in a few moments. But hopefully, by the end, of, by the time we get there, you'll understand where we're going. But for a title today, I just simply want to use this. We've come this far by faith. How many believe that? Many believe we got to where we are about walking in faith. Right now in faith, why don't you just lift your hands and begin to pray that God would help us. God, we praise you. We worship you. We give you honor. We give you thanks. There's nobody like you, Jesus. God, you're so good to your people. We ask you, God, right now to have your way in this house. Let your anointing flow. Let your spirit come through this house from the front to the back, side to side. God, help us, Lord, to walk in power and demonstration of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name we pray. Everyone say amen. You clap your hands unto the Lord. May be seated. A couple of months ago, the Lord gave me this message. I'll be honest with you, I've preached at other places. But it was in the moment that God gave me this message that I knew I was to preach this here at this church. And so, if, if you go look it up online, yes, you're going to see me preaching at other places. However, this is a word for this church. Amen. In the genealogy found in Genesis, we find a man of who we have all wondered about. There's mystery in the name Enoch. When we start reading about him, it's kind of hidden in the shadows. We don't know a lot about him. We just know that he walked with God. And then he was not. For God took him. And, and, and so that, that's, that's a mystery there. There's another man in the Bible that doesn't die. But we, we get to know a little bit more about him. We understand in the case of Elijah where he had been, where he was going, what he had just done, and all of the surrounding things around that 
situation. But not, not with Enoch. We just give that he walked with God. And he was not. We, we, we get to study a little bit about him in the New Testament. And it gives us a little bit more insight. But not much more insight. And we'll get to that in a moment. But can I tell you that there's something powerful here with Enoch. It's simply that he walked God. We got a lot of people today that are walking in this journey. I just got a simple question for you. Are you walking with God? Because you can walk with people. You can walk with ideas. You can even walk with churches and still not be walking with God. And so to put this in the proper context of what we're going to preach today, we've got to understand that we must walk with God in an hour where our world is being turned upside down. A world full of chaos. We need a church that knows how to walk with God. In a world that doesn't know right from wrong. We need a church that's walking with God. In a world that is perverted. We need a church that will walk with God. In a world that doesn't understand that there is sin on every corner. We need a church that must walk with God. Friend of mine, amigo mío, walk with God in the morning when you get up. Walk with God in the afternoon. Walk with God in the evening. Pray in the morning. Pray in the afternoon. Pray in the evening. And don't just pray. Pray in the Holy Ghost. And don't just pray till you're talking in tongues. Pray till the tongues are talking through you. With moanings and groanings. That cannot be discerned. We need people that walk with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when you begin to walk with God, you understand that it is impossible to walk with God unless you have faith. And so we read of Enoch again in the book of Hebrews, chapter 11. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. And then we, under, we begin to read about men like Abel, who by faith offered a more excellent sacrifice. And then here we go again, we're reading about Enoch. That simply put, Enoch was translated by faith that he should not see death and was not found. Meaning, people were looking for him. Because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony. That he pleased God. And so if I could shorten that verse up just a little bit. And give it to you in my own words. It would simply say. Diría simplemente, that by faith, Enoch pleased God. Enoch agradó a Dios. Can I just pause here for a moment today and tell you that we wouldn't be where we are right now if God wasn't pleased in what we're doing. So, well, that's really simple, preacher. I understand that. But I've come today to combat the spirit of doubt. That is trying to convince saints of this church that because we haven't gotten the building yet and we haven't seen the prayers answered that we've been praying yet that we must be doing something wrong. God must not be pleased 
I've come to tell you on this Sunday afternoon that the devil is a liar. And we wouldn't be where we are if God wasn't pleased in what we're doing. Say, how do you know God's pleased? Have people been getting the Holy Ghost? Then God's pleased. Have people been teaching Bible studies? Then God is pleased. Is there people here that came today to worship? Then God is pleased. Because you can't pray. And you can't outreach. And you can't worship. And God not be pleased with what you're doing. I've come to tell this church today. Don't you stop doing what you're doing. Don't stop having faith in God. Because the building's on the way. The revival's on the way. Because God is pleased with what's happening at Summit Church. I know discouragement is trying to get you to quit. But it's because the devil sees that you are this close to the greatest breakthrough that this church has ever experienced. And when you cross the threshold of the place God is calling you to, revival like you've never seen is going to be released in this house. I feel the anointing of a prophet on me right now. I'm telling you, you've been praying. And it feels like your prayers haven't been answered. But I came with a word to tell you that the faith you've had and the prayers you've prayed have went up before the Lord like a memorial. And this memorial now is so big that God's not going to be able to ignore it. He's going to have to work a miracle. He's going to have to pour out revival. I wish somebody believed what I'm preaching right now. You're fixing to experience miracles, signs, and wonders that you've never seen before. When it was just a preacher, and it was just a preacher. Come here, Brother Gold. Solamente fue un predicador, venga, hermano Gold. And a few saints. Y algunos santos. How many? Ten? Eight? Ten? Cuantos? Yes, twelve. Doce. Mababayabototobo satayab. A man of God began to preach. He didn't see a whole lot. I'm going to tell you what is discouraging to preach to 12 people. You've got, you've got dreams of revival and there's only 12 people looking back at you. That's discouraging. But it was pleasing unto God. We had faith when we only had 12. We had faith when we only had 50. We had faith when we hit 100. And if they don't have faith in God, God is here. Then why would we stop having faith in God now? Because if faith got us here, then faith's going to get us there. If faith got us this revival, we come this far by faith. Faith's been working. We're not going to stop having faith in God now. I've come to challenge you today. Increase your faith. Stop believing for bigger miracles. Stop believing for bigger signs. Stop believing for bigger buildings. Stop believing for a bigger revival. Bigger breakthrough. More healing. More sanidades. Let me just remind you today. The miracle, the miracles, always seems the farthest away. Right before it happens. I'm going I'm to say that again. The miracle always seems the farthest away right before it happens. I knew it 
looks impossible. Yo sé que se ve I, I, I know I'm in the vein of the Holy Ghost right now. So that spirit of doubt met me before when I pulled into Fairfield today. The discouragement slapped me upside the head as soon as I pulled into the city limits. But I've come to remind you yet again that God that brought us this far is still sitting on the throne. And if he did it before, he can do it again. Because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he's still able. We just got to have faith. I know you're discouraged. Take off the discouragement. Pero sacuda ese desastre. Have some faith. Y tenga fe. That this could be the prayer. Que este puede ser la oración. Que comes to pass. Que él lo venga a cumplir. This could be the Sunday morning. Puede ser el domingo a la mañana. That pastor shows up and says we found the building. Que el pastor llega y dice hallamos el edificio. This could be the week. Que este puede ser la semana. That we cross over Jordan. Que cruzamos a Jordan. To the promised land. La tierra prometida. I wish somebody caught their hands with faith. Que si ahora que alguien aplaudiera la mamá. I wish somebody was found with faith. Quiero que esté ahí arriba para que no piense que le estoy mintiendo. And when he heard 
was Jesus of Nazareth. Y oyendo que era Jesús Nazareno, the Bible says that he began to cry out. Dice la Biblia que comenzó a dar voces. And say, Jesus, y a decir, Jesús, thou son of David, hijo de David, have mercy on me. Ten misericordia de mí. You see, if you're not careful, you'll just read through this Bible story. Si no tienes cuidado, puedes atravesar esta historia de la Biblia. And you'll miss what's happening here. Y perderte lo que está pasando aquí. This is actually a church service taking place. Esto es actualmente un servicio iglesia que se está llevando a cabo. So how do you know? Como tú sabes esto, I'll show you. Te voy a demostrar. Blind Bartimaeus has a need. Estaba ciego este Bartolomeo. Does anybody here have a need? Y tenía una necesidad. And the Bible says that while he has that need, he hears that Jesus is there. Teniendo la necesidad de escuchar que Jesús estaba allí. How many know that faith cometh by? ¿Cuántos saben que la fe viene por el oír? And hearing by the word of God. Y el oír por la palabra de Dios. So he has a need. Así que tiene necesidad. And he hears that there's someone that can meet that need. Y escucha que hay alguien que puede darle las necesidades. So in this church service. Pero en este servicio de iglesia. Faith is injected. La fe se es insertada. But faith always requires a response. Pero la fe siempre requiere una respuesta. So after the faith is injected. Así que después que se mete la fe. Bartimaeus begins to cry aloud. Bartimaeus empieza a clamar. You can't tell me you have faith when you sit there like a buff on a log. No me puedes decir que tú no tienes fe y no haces ningún sonido. You can't tell me you really believe a miracle can happen and you sit there. Y tú crees que un milagro puede suceder pero estás sentado ahí haciéndole así. If you want to be involved with a miracle, you've got to respond when faith is injected. Tienes que responder con la fe cuando se inserta si quiere un milagro. And, and so let, let's go to verse 48. The Bible tells us in verse 48. Entonces la Biblia nos dice en el verso 48. He's not by himself. Dice que no, él no está solo. There, there, there's theologians that say that there's other beggars around him. Hay otros mendigos que estaban alrededor de él. And these beggars are the ones y estos mendigos eran that charge him lo que le cobraban. and say, just pipe down, buddy. Y decían, cállate. You, you don't need to do all that shouting. Now, doesn't that feel just like church? You, you come to church with a need. You hear that there's someone that can meet the need. So you respond to the faith that's injected. And all of a sudden a hater shows up. That tries to keep you from getting your miracle. It might not be the people around you. But I can guarantee you there's a spirit here today. That when we said, let's praise them a little bit. If you need a miracle, praise him. That spirit of doubt said, how many times have you heard that before? How many times have you danced and nothing happened? But Brian Bartimaeus understood that if I'm going to get my miracle, I can't let doubt keep me from getting my miracle. I can't let the people around me keep me from getting my miracle. I can't let what people think about me keep me from getting my miracle. I've got to cry louder. I'm just going to put that in summit church language, can I? Yeah, they've been praying for a building for 10 years now. You ought to just quit looking. You know what? It, it's, this is probably, you've reached the capacity of how big you can grow. I mean, if, if, if God was... If God was really fighting for you, it, the door would already be open. Maybe the building that seats a thousand that's got our name on it just hadn't been built yet. Maybe we've had to spend a couple years in the wilderness because there's some Amalekites that are in the promised land that are working on our building right now. So I'm going to let the spirit of blind Bartimaeus get a hold of me. I'm not going to quit believing. I'm not going to quit speaking and shouting. I'm not going to quit shouting about it. But I'm going to cry aloud even more. Hallelujah. 
See that there, there's something that happens here. Let's, let's go to verse 49. Jesus stood still. But you, you know you're doing something when God stands still. The God of heaven and earth is going somewhere. And all of a sudden, he stopped. I'm going to help you right here. The blind Bartimaeus has sat by the wayside, begging. And as long as he was begging, Jesus never stopped walking. But the moment he transitioned from begging to shouting, Jesus stopped. The moment he got rid of the victim mentality, el momento que dejó la mentalidad de víctima, and began to shout a little bit, y empezó a clamar un poco, Jesus stopped. Jesús paró. The moment he stopped crying about his situation, el momento que dejó de llorar en la situación, and started shouting, y empezó a gritar, Jesus stopped. Jesús se detuvo. Maybe you've been begging too much. Maybe the reason you're still depressed and you're still fighting financial struggles and your marriage is still a wreck is because every time you come to church, all you do is sit down and beg. Oh, God, if you could just have mercy on me. If you could just, oh, poor pitiful me. But you want to know what begging will do? Begging will keep you in a victim mindset. Because when Jesus called him, the first thing he did was took off his beggar's garment. You want to transition from victim to victor? Stop begging and start shouting. Start crying, stop crying and complaining and start shouting. I know you ain't got the vision yet. You ain't got the miracle yet. But you don't need the miracle to shout about the miracle. Because faith is the substance of things hopeful. I'm not dancing because I got it. I'm dancing because I believe I'm going to get it. I'm not dancing because I'm healed. I'm dancing because I believe I'm about to get a miracle. I'm dancing because I believe that my family's coming. I'm dancing because I believe that my finances are changing. He's kind of a big deal. Because he's God manifest in the flesh. Manifestado la carne. He's all man. Es todo hombre. And yet he's all God. Y aún todo Dios. And that man, y ese hombre, God manifest in the flesh. Dios manifestado en carne. When he finally got that God's attention. Cuando agarra la atención de ese varón, that God looked at him. Ese Dios lo voltea a ver a él. And says, What do you want? ¿Qué quieres? As if you didn't know. Como si no sabía. What do you want? ¿Qué quieres? You're God. Tú eres Dios. You already know what I want. Tú ya sabes lo que yo quiero. You see, that, that lets me know right there that it ain't got nothing. When God wants you to speak something out, Eso me hace saber que cuando Dios quiere que tú digas it ain't got nothing to do with Him. No tiene que nada que ver con él. It's got everything to do with you. Tiene que ver todo con lo que tú he was God. Porque él era Dios. He already knew he needed his sight. He wanted blind Bartimaeus to understand Pero él que that once you speak this out of your mouth, que tú lo sacas de tu boca, there's no going back. Ya no te 
Can I tell you today? You need to start speaking some things out. That are so big that you don't have anything to fall back on. God already knows what kind of revival you need. He already knows what kind of blessing you need. He's just waiting to see if you have the faith big enough to match his miracle work and power. That, that's cute, evangelist. You go ahead. And you keep sitting on your little pew. And you keep not having revival in your family. But there's somebody here today that's transitioning from a beggar to a praiser. There's somebody here that's transitioning from a victim to a victim. Lord, I pray Señor, yo oro. that I might receive my sight. You know what my prayer is right now? That your eyes would be open. I know you can see. But the problem with some of us here today is not that we can't see. It's that we don't have any vision. Because they're two totally different things. Because you, you see fine. And all you can see is the situation. But you don't have any vision to see how the situation can change. So my prayer today is not that you'll be able to see. God, open our vision so that we can see what you see. And we can understand that it's bigger than we ever imagined. Now, I want to show you how powerful faith is. Jesus has went through all of the formalities of calling somebody out to work a miracle. But there's something different about blind Bartimaeus. He's still blinded eyes but you remember what he did the, the other time he spit in the dirt made a mud ball stuck in the guy's eyeball so now go watch that's not what he does here verse 52 Jesus doesn't break on him Jesus don't touch him. Jesus don't spit in his eyes. He don't do nothing. He just tells him, go thy way. Jesus said it, not me. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Nobody laid hands. Nobody said a prayer. Nothing. Thy faith has made thee whole. I can see blind Bartimaeus as he's walking down the street. Walks right by all the beggars that tried to get him to be quiet. They asked him, blind Bartimaeus, how did it happen? Did he lay hands? Are you headed to Jordan River to, to dip? Are you going to show yourself to the priest? He didn't do nothing. He said, nothing. Made me whole. Boys, I made it this far. I'm preaching with everything I have on a Sunday afternoon. Reaching for somebody right now. That you've been waiting on the preacher to unlock the miraculous in your life. You've been waiting on Pastor Golden to teach. Seven steps to a better you. That's not how you're going to get where God wants you to go. You're going to have to unlock your faith and let your faith reach out so that you can get your miracle.
I won't take time to read all the te text. No voy a tomar tiempo para leer todo el texto. The Bible tells us of a little woman Pero la Biblia nos dice de una mujer who had been sick for 12 years que había estado enferma por 12 años with an issue of blood. Con un flujo de sangre. Gets into the press. Entra en la presión. She's got issues. Tiene problemas. She's got problems that are bigger than her. Problemas más grandes que ella. Because she heard about Jesus. She heard that he was a miracle worker. She, she heard that he'd been raising the dead. Cleansing lepers. And this woman gets into the press. In the middle of a crowd. Pressing her way through. And we always talk about the physical restraint that she was suffering. But I want to tell you there was a lot going on in the mind of this young lady. Because if you read through Numbers and Leviticus, you'll find that this issue she has is considered an uncleanliness. And because it's unclean, Pastor Golden, she's bound by the same law that a leper is bound by. You can't get in the crowd. Because if you're caught in the crowd, you'll be stoned. So it's not just this physical problem. It's the problem physical. But she's struggling with mental issues. Nobody wants me in the crowd. Oh, I'm preaching to somebody right now. I don't fit in here. No, no, I don't belong. No, no, pertenezco. Because of my issues. Por mis problemas. But she pushed. As she pushed past the issue, she fights her way through the fear of if they catch me, I'm going to die. I'm going to be stoned. Just like a leper. And she touched the hem of his garment. And he stopped. Stops. He's a busy God. He's watching the world go around. Putting it in its natural ways. He's, he's making sure that the sparrow has food to eat. And he's making sure that the lily grows in the valley. And as he spoke to Job, he making sure that the raven is fed. He's got a lot going on. But he stopped. The world stood still. Time slowed down. And he said, who touched me? He asked People everywhere. Hay personas a todo alrededor tuyo. The Bible uses the word that the crowd thronged him. La Biblia dice que estaban alrededor de él. And you want us to tell us who touched you? Y tú quieres que te digamos quién te tocó? Is this some kind of a joke? Esta es una broma? No. No. I felt virtue leave my body. Sentí la virtud irse de mi cuerpo. I'm telling you, I, I feel the prophetic in this house right now. Le digo que siento lo profético en esta casa. Y hay virtud aquí. And somebody, I'm, I said it earlier, but I'm telling you, I feel it in the Holy Ghost. Somebody's leaving here with virtue. Alguien se va a ir de aquí con virtud. You know what he says? Sabe lo que es? Que dice? You know what he says this woman? Le, lo que le dice esta mujer? Thy faith. Tu fe. Thy faith. Tu fe. Have made thee whole. Te ha hecho sana. When the greatest miracle worker that's ever lived doesn't even have to pray for you, and you still get your miracle because of faith. For to say, no, 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 no. We we, we got to rationalize. We've got to figure it out how God's going to work it out. Y averiguar cómo Dios lo va a componer todo. 
Can I tell you what I tell my kids? Stop being nosy. Get out of God's business. Stop trying to tell him how to be God. And just have faith that he's going to work it out. I don't have to know how God's going to work it out. I just know that he's going to work it out. I know that I have faith to get me here. And if I just keep on having faith, then faith's going to get me where I'm going. I've come this far by faith in God. There's a miracle in this house if you can unlock your faith. There's nothing in the world no hay nada en el mundo that will try to keep you from moving that's greater than doubt. Do I have time today? Tengo tiempo hoy. Can, I, can I preach a little longer? Un poco más? Mark chapter 2 tells us about a young man that somehow worked his own miracle and found four gods that had enough faith to take him to Jesus. That's why you got to be careful who you hang out with. Because not everybody's going the same direction you're going. And not everybody wants to have revival the way you want to have revival. You got to be really picky who you let carry you on the cot. Because there's going to be some days that you got faith, but you don't have a way of putting that faith in motion. And so you need people you can connect with that can take your faith and put it in motion. Because this man's paralyzed, but he heard that Jesus was in the house. It's just another church service all over again. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. He hears that Jesus is in the house. And so he gets four guys to carry him on a cot. They carry him to Jesus. They get him by the house. And the house is full. No parking spot. Mules and wagons everywhere. Everybody's up in the house. Because they heard heard that Jesus was here. And they look at this young man. I'm just going to tell you the Sunday school version. They look at this guy and say, now what? We come this far by faith. We got to the house. You mean y'all going to let me down that easy? You going to quit on me like that? Get me around the side of the house. Maybe there's a window. We can see him. Get around to the back side of the house. No window. Now what? We come this far by faith. Put me on the roof. Have you lost your mind? What if we drop you? I'm already paralyzed. Ya estoy paralizado. I ain't got nothing to lose. I've already exhausted every other option. Exhausted toda otra opción. So what? Así que entonces qué? You know what? Somebody here today needs to get a hold of some reckless faith. Alguien tiene que hacer una fe hoy. Now I'm, I'm not talking about being reckless like. Showing up and, and and closing your eyes and driving down the road and just saying Jesus take the wheel. That ain't what I'm talking about. No estoy hablando de una fe insensata de alguien que cierra los ojos se mete en la calle y dice Jesús toma el volante. I'm talking about seeing a door open this much. Estoy hablando de ver una puerta abierta tan así and blowing through the door y metiéndole metiéndote en esa puerta. Well, what are we gonna do when we get inside the house? ¿Qué vamos a hacer cuando entramos a esa casa? I don't know. No sé. But I don't have to know. Pero no tengo que saber. Because I'm walking by faith. Porque ando por fe. Let's tear the roof off. Vamos a quitar el techo. And, and again, there's some stuff that's hidden here in, in the text. Hay algunas cosas escondidas en el texto aquí. Because it, they're still under the law of Moses. Porque todavía están en la ley de Moisés. And, and under the law of Moses, bajo la ley de Moisés, if you damage a man's property, si usted hace algún arruina la casa de alguien, you've got to return what you what you damage. Tiene que regresar lo que usted ha arruinado with interest. Por intereses. 
four times greater veces más than what he lost. Lo que él the roof, bitch. I can't afford four roofs. I can't afford to pay to fix that hole you want me to cut. Let's put this in context. Just imagine we're sitting here today and all of a sudden you see sheetrock start falling. Imagínese que el techo se empieza a caer ahorita hoy en este edificio. Here, I don't know what y'all call them out here. We call them saw dolls in Mississippi. Es una herramienta que en la ciudad le llamamos saw Power tools. Cutting the roof over. Cortando el techo. Can you imagine what would happen? Pero imagínese lo que sucediera. If the owner of the building was sitting here. Si el dueño del edificio estaba sentado aquí. And somebody starts cutting a five by five hole in the roof. Y alguien empieza a cortar un hoyo de cinco pies por cinco pies en el techo. But you better hope Jesus is in the house. Es verdad que Jesús está en la casa. You see, but 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 spiritually, pero espiritualmente. There's an open door to us. And we're scared to even walk through the door. How are you going to tear the roof off when you won't even walk through the door? Because I'm going to tell somebody here right now, there's doors open to you. And you keep talking about, well, we need the roof to tear the roof off kind of faith. The doors open. But the issue is, is we have spiritual paralysis that's trying to keep us in this place we're in. I, I told you I've come today on a, with an agenda. And it's to tear down every spirit of doubt. Spiritual paralysis that says we don't really need to move because we don't know what the next move is. Well, Pastor, I don't. I don't think you need to do that. Pastor, no pienso que usted tiene que hacer eso. I don't think Brother Golden knows what he's doing. No pienso que Brother Golden sabe lo que está haciendo. Guess what? ¿Qué crees? You're right. Estás correcto. He don't. Él no sabe. And the moment he figures it out, y el momento que él lo averigua, you better find you another church. Debe hacerse otra iglesia. Because all of a sudden we transition. Porque de repente transicionamos. And we're walking in intellect, you're not in faith. Y intelecto y no fe. And there's never been a revival church built on intellect. Nunca ha habido una iglesia de avivamiento con intelecto. That may play a part. Tal vez tome una parte. But revival churches are built on faith. Pero iglesia de avivamiento viene por fe. We don't know how God's going to do it. But we know that God's going to do it. We don't know when God's going to do it. But we know God's going to do it. We don't know how God's going to do it. But we know God's going to do it. Pastor, if you step through the door, don't stop too fast. I'm right behind you. I'll step through the door. If you tear the roof off, then I'll tear the roof off. If you go on outreach, then I'll go on outreach. If you teach Bible studies, teach Bible studies. Because we're going to walk by faith. God's going to give the increase. of spiritual paralysis. Just waiting. Telling you, there's faith inside of you. So I, I don't have any faith. No, well then you're saying the Bible is a liar. Because it says unto every man is given the measure of faith. You've got faith. You just got to and you got to let it operate in you. you got to start praying prayers that you've been too intimidated to pray. I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost, there's things that God has put in your spirit, but spiritual paralysis has convinced you there's no sense in praying those prayers out loud because that's impossible.
But blind Bartimaeus, pero Bartimeo el ciego, if you'll just utter it out, simplemente lo dices. I know it's I know it's bigger than what you even thought you could say. Yo sé que es más grande de lo que tú pensaste que tú ibas a decir. That's just wishful thinking. Pero eso no más pensar y desear. It's not just wishful thinking. No es no más pensar y desear. You're walking in the in the Holy Ghost. You're walking in the gift of faith. And you just gotta utter it out. Because the moment you begin to speak it out, the Bible says that the word of God won't come back void. And he said, that life and death are in the power of your tongue. And he said, where any two or three agree, touching any one thing, it shall be done. And he said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So what's the problem? Is the problem God or is the problem you activating your faith? I'm afraid you need to leave that spirit of fear at the altar today and start operating in the way that God's called you to operate in. Preacher, you're, you're, you're just... You're saying the same thing you've already said. I realize what, I, what, what I'm doing right now. But what I'm trying to do is unlock something in you. Because there's spiritual potential in this house that's laying dormant. And pastor's been preaching. Been teaching. Trying to reveal that in you. And you've been leaving saying he's talking to everybody else but me. No, it's time to get off that couch. It's time to tear the roof off. It's time to stop believing the lies of spiritual paralysis. And let your faith reach out. You, you, you write it down over the next couple of weeks. God's going to connect people in this church. You're going to be shopping at the grocery store. Somebody's going to start a conversation. It's going to be an opportunity for you to let your faith reach out. And I'm challenging you on the Holy Ghost to get off that couch of spiritual paralysis and take them by the hand and pray in Jesus' name. You mean in the grocery store? Yes, in the grocery store. Yes, on your job. Yes, at your school. Because faith doesn't care where it's at. Faith recognizes that this is a moment. Destiny is crossing destiny. And I can either go to the next level or I can be satisfied with where I am. And I've come to tell you today that we have been in this place for too long. God spoke to Moses. You've come past this mountain long enough. You've been in this level long enough. God is calling the summit church to another level of faith, to another level of the miraculous, to another level of signs and wonders. Like it is never known. I want everybody here right now lift your hands and pray in the Holy Ghost just for a moment. We need, we need to pray. You need to get that. Let it be a mouth. Let it be a Let be released right now. Let faith be released right now. Let faith be released right now. Let faith be released right now. Come on. Come on. Come on. Vamos. I got 
two more pages of notes that I can preach, but the Holy Ghost has just showed up in this house. El Espíritu acaba de llegar a esta casa. Come on, come on, come on. Hey, hey, hey. Vamos. Vamos. Release it, God. 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 I want the musicians to come. I'm almost through. But if you've been dealing with the spirit of doubt in your home, I want you to step out in the aisle right now and walk to this front. Come on, if doubt's been coming against your mind and it's been trying to torment, hey, it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's not what you're doing wrong. It's what you're doing right. The devil's been trying to convince you it's not going to happen. Miracles are not going to be released. I want you to step out in the aisle right now and walk to the front because faith is just fixing to be released right now. I know where I'm at today. I know that this church is perfectly comfortable in this situation. I'm comfortable right here. We're going to flow in the prophetic right now. We're going to pray together. We're going to bind the spirit of doubt. The first thing we're going to pray about with the spirit of doubt is this spirit that says that the church building is not going to happen. You know what I feel in the Holy Ghost? We're going to bind together and we're going to pray against that spirit of discouragement that says this church building is not going to happen. Come on, if you're a member of this church, if you're a visitor, I want you to help us pray. Help you to lift your hands right now. God, we need a building. Not only do we need a building, but we need a building that can house revival. We need a building that can house a daycare and a church school. And we need a building God, that can house a rehab center. We, we need a building, God, that can house the kind of revival that's written about in the book of Acts. And God, right now, can see a prophet of this service I command every spirit of God to be bound from the minds of the church people, to be bound from the minds of the leadership, from the minds of the community, that you get of this church in the name of Jesus Christ. You are bound in the name of Jesus. Come on, I feel faith rising right now. I feel faith. Come on, that's it, that's it, that's it. Pray. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost. 